Peace upon y'all and welcome to Muslim Film Club, a podcast where two American Muslim filmmakers talk about movies. I am Jawad Khan. And I'm Donna Sheikh. And on this episode, we talk about a recent movie, and at least for me, probably one of my favorite movies of the year, Whoa. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, Whoa. particularly how awesome and amazing Whoa. it is. <laughs> spoilers ahead. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know if you want to do a spoilers like halfway through or we want to just like from the get go. We're just Let's just start with it because it's going to get spoiled fast. Spoiling all the way. Uh, yeah. Kylo, Kylo Ren's mask is gone. That's all. Kylo Ren's mask is gone, <laughs> which I'm actually happy about. Yeah, apparently that was like a Ryan Johnson. That was one of the big things he asked to do when they first asked him what he would do. Oh, really? Because I mean, like, Ad, you got Adam Driver <laughs> acting. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have an actor's gotta, acting, especially this movie loves close-ups. It's like, yeah, let's let actors act. Let's stop. Yeah, them. I like that. Yeah. All right, let's All do it. All right. This. So to begin off, how did you uh, how did you view the Last Jedi? How did you see it? What was your? It came out, so when we're recording this, it came out about, it was like last weekend. Last, last week, week, right? What's today? Uh, Thursday? So exactly a week ago. So exactly a week ago it came out. Uh, and so I've seen it two times. Uh, wow, time. really? I have, yes. Does your movie pass let you see the same movie more than once? Yeah, it's basically one movie a day for whatever. Uh, I need to get that. To go to. Although, bo- I think I, I paid for at least one of them because it was a... Uh, like there was a 3D, like it doesn't, oh, but it doesn't, okay. but it doesn't okay. do like 3D or IMAX or anything. Yeah, regular ones. That's fair. Um, so I am one of those like launch day first film possible buy the tickets three three months in advance kind of fans. Nice. Mm-hmm. But this time I wasn't because I Same here it's weird. Really, yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I my wife and family were going out of town, and I didn't really know like timing wise how I was gonna make it work. And I had a busy weekend, so mm. I saw it. I saw it Tuesday, like during the day. Okay, like five days after it came was, out. Was there a lot of people seeing it when you saw it, or no? Um, it was busy, but it wasn't like pa- it wasn't like seat like every seat okay. was packed kind of thing. But okay. I, I, yeah, it was it was not the best movie th- uh, theater. Like, like yeah. yeah, and I, I was fine with that. I didn't I didn't feel like I needed all the the you know, extra yeah, yeah. because and, and that's fine like maybe that's because i'm getting old but uh you know yeah it's not as essential anymore like exactly all yeah. stuff, like, I mean, certain films like dunkirk you you like they say they said yeah, you have to have it right? if you have to watch it move yeah in the theater and stuff for sure yeah yeah no that's cool but yeah that, that's how i watched it in a very simple theater it was very nice like nice seats reclining all that good stuff nowadays nice. but it wasn't like the biggest screen and the craziest sound that's just that's what i mean Mm. Okay. What about you? So, so I, my, I got, I got hung up by. Excuse me. Do you have a home phone somewhere near you? I do in my home. <laughs> living That's with crazy. Parents. All right. <laughs> um. So I got a little hung up by friends that wanted to see the movie too. And okay. usually, like, like I'm, I'm pretty deep into the okay with watching movies by myself. <laughs> oh, me too, big time. Yeah, like it's it's been there for a while. But then my some of my friends wanted to see it, and we had this huge event this past weekend. We had a, like a MSA tournament. Um, so I didn't see it on Thursday night because I was like, let me just wait for people. And then I ended up seeing it by myself anyway on like Sunday, <laughs> uh, in the morning. Nice. But surprise, but like during the weekend, it was like still like every screening was pretty pretty packed. Okay. It was like almost sold out for everyone. Um, so I saw it in a local theater by me, had reclining seats and stuff. It was nice. Yeah. Um, and then on Monday with my friend who wanted to see it, and I was like, I'll see it with you too. <laughs> Don't worry. 
Um, nice. So I just went Monday night to another theater. Uh, and it was cool. It was, uh, I think both times I was in like the second or third row from the front, which usually okay. is not the greatest. But I mean, I, f- I feel like the theaters, at least that I've gone to recently, they, they put them far enough back to where every seat is pretty decent. Um, but yeah, yeah that's it wasn't I, Yeah, mine's like that too. Yeah, but it wasn't, I didn't, but I didn't see like IMAX or anything like that. I just did 3D the first time, uh, which I love where 3D's come where it's like, I don't even notice the 3D anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Like they, like it's never in your face or like noticeable. It's just cool, which is good. You must have went to a quality theater, right? Cause I mean, if you go to a bad theater, you get a bad, uh, 3D experience, right? Yeah. The three, yeah. But at least this one, it felt like I didn't like notice any of the 3D, like, and what's funny is like actually when I watched it with my friend the second time, opening crawl of this and all the Star Wars movies, like when I see that I'm just like yeah because I think there was like a, like one of the, my teachers in film school or something was like the debate over 3D is because uh, that people have about whether it's needed or not is because movies are already supposed to be 3D, like they're already supposed to fool you because it's a 2D screen showing you 3D. Gotcha. So the, and the opening crawl was the biggest thing for that for me. Like I watched it without 3D glasses the second time and I was like, this looks 3D to me because <laughs> it's going back into space. Like that's what it's supposed to do. Create depth from just yeah, nice. watching it. So it was like, it was pretty cool. Cause this is like the old school. That's what you used to do to get 3D. You don't need these glasses necessarily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot both times. I saw it Sunday and Monday. And nice. yeah, and the thing the second time around, I definitely was a good was a good move too because then I got to like really appreciate a lot of the stuff. The first time I was just like on the edge of my seat, for, for, like, like what's happening, much, what's yeah, happening, how much, how much longer is yeah, how much like yeah. is a lot longer, or shorter, or, like I hate ending. that. I hate that. I want movies to always last. I'm always thinking like, oh my god, there's, there's like 40 minutes left. What's gonna happen now? Yeah, because yeah, because my thing too was just like I felt like I could have kept going, and I would have been like, all right, what's next? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, so. Uh, the last Jedi. So what? Uh, oh, we're really. Uh, my questionnaire is really uh, stopping us from talking about the movie. But what nice. background do you have with the Star Wars franchise in general? Okay, so we've talked about this a little bit, a little and bit, yes. I have a question for you because your experience is entirely different from mine. Mine is okay. sort of growing up with the film. I'm 33. Mm-hmm. I've grown up with the film a lot. Like obviously, the the older ones came out before I was born, but. I grew up watching them. My dad was a fan, so I was a fan. Mm. Um, I was. I remember seeing the 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 prequels, the new prequels in theater. Um, I remember seeing obviously Rogue One and you know Seven and everything, everything else in theater. And having watched the films probably like a minimum of ten times each, I would wow. say mm. over the course of my life. Mm. You know, I'm coming at this from like super, like super fan because I my my fandom also goes beyond. You know, it's it's reading comics, it's reading, mm-hmm. uh, watching the Clone Wars series on Netflix, which I highly recommend you do. Oh, okay. Um, watching the new series, uh, what's it called, Rebels? I think that's that, that, that sort of Clone Wars bridges two and three, and then Rebels is supposed to bridge three and four, or like three and Rogue One. Oh, okay. Um, really cool stuff, like a lot of you know canon characters and all this good stuff. It's 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 a and it's animation and acting is like voice acting is is top notch stuff. Mm. Um, and so, I mean, my expectations are obviously higher there. I have a lot of preconceived notions as to what should happen or what could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but your experience is entirely different, right? Yeah. So I kind of didn't grow up much with star Wars in general. Uh, I feel like it was just always a pop, it was more of a pop culture thing for me. So I would just see it yeah. like parodied in like TV show, like family guy or something. Yeah. I kind of felt like I had a, like it was, I was adjacent to it in some ways. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for my childhood about it is that I went by my cousin's house and I think we played that video game 
uh, either Battlefront or one of those like nice, yeah, Battlefront. Really popular ones. I just really liked that game. It was fun. I had no idea what was going on there with the characters, but they seemed cool. Um, so my fandom of Star Wars or my like awareness of it really came into fur when I was like when, when Force Awakens was started coming about, where I was just like, oh wow, this is something I guess we should be excited about. And then yeah, learning yeah. more about it, like, it kind of was. I kind of just took the stance of just like this new trilogy will be like my trilogy to take. Yeah, uh, nice. So, um, That's good. As far as the old movies, I think I've I've at least seen the first Star Wars. I remember. Like, okay. There was a, like, and I think I've mentioned this, but there was a period of time while I was in film school where I like binged movies to say that I've seen them, but yeah. that intention didn't really make me like enjoy oh, them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of time with them, I was just like, I need to find a way to watch this just so I can see. Be like, yeah, I saw Star Wars. And nice. just so I like, have awareness of it. But uh, I think I've only seen the first one. And then I was telling you that I watched Episode One the other day because um, I think I'm gonna slowly slowly start just getting back the original to the tri- original trilogy and the prequels over the next like month or two maybe i'm gonna try to get them all in yeah um just because yes. i don't know they got me more interested especially especially with this one this new one um just to kind of see the rest of the universe with it um nice. but i lo- but the, yeah but yeah i loved force awakens i loved uh rogue one and then i loved last jedi now too so i think i really take ownership in terms of just like this is i love this new series yeah man it's it's definitely they're doing a good job with it. They yeah. are, they're, they're kind of making it their own. There's a few things that I don't like about the approach, but mm. you know, like for example, my thing is one of my biggest complaints has been sort of the inclusion of like modern day American or Western culture when it comes to comedy or behavior mm. in these films, yeah. because, because I feel like that's something that they could have stayed uh, fairly true to the older series, and maybe the older series had culture from those from from the times of like Western times, culture in those times. Maybe yeah, I don't maybe, know. Yeah. You know, and and they probably did if you think about it. So yeah. maybe that you know, to be fair to them, maybe that's what they were going for. They were like, look, th- those ones were appropriate to of the culture time. of their time, so these ones are going to be too. Yeah. Um, well, I can. Yeah, I think I'll I'll add something to that in a second. But go ahead. No, yeah, I mean that's basically it for me. Is that that. Mm. That 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 in terms of the culture of the films have been a complaint if you could if I could say yeah but it's not it's not bad to where like I hate it you know there's a few like cringy moments there was that's, especially that's about in, it. especially in this movie there were kind of like some very comedic moments that were like yeah that almost like I love that stuff but it's it's something I imagine like it was that was one of the valid complaints I heard of just like there's something yeah, yeah, yeah. That comedy takes you out a bit. Yeah, exactly. Personally, yeah, I don't mind the I comedy mean, so much. It, it just it, it, it took me it out takes of it. You out, yeah, because sometimes yeah. it's very modern. Co- like the well, we haven't gotten into it yet, but the opening, like the yeah, the trend, the 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 conversation between the two of them. Yeah, the can you hear me joke <laughs> on the phone. Um, yeah, like even that that's something like I find it funny. Like you laugh in the moment and stuff, but then you do wonder like how how much is this supposed to fit into this. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the thing. Like uh, and see the thing that bothered me most about that scene was Poe Dameron um who's oh man, I'm so bad at names of actors. Uh Oscar who's Oscar yeah. Oscar Isaac, right? Yeah. Yeah, Oscar Isaac and Dom Hall Gleason for me are worlds apart in terms of acting. Dom Hall Gleason mm-hmm. is not on the same level as Oscar Isaac is, not mm-hmm. even close. And so that scene Have you seen uh, a yeah, I did. And, yeah. and like, he was okay in that. Those Don are different, that's a different okay. kind of movie, though. Different hard. kind of film. Yeah. You don't have to be like this eccentric character or whatever. You sort of, you know, Oscar yeah. Isaac still, uh, I think, outclassed him in that film. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, yeah, like the that. idea that these guys are having this transaction is fine. I just yeah. think that 
that one one actor is clearly just you're just pushing the other one out so easily yeah that it it just made it harder to watch it was because it of was that. A, it was kind of the movie commenting too like how over the top domal gleason don't domal domal gleason um yeah. his character it just like underlining how how much of a nazi basically he is by giving us like and then our heroes our hero like just yeah. kind of just like yeah. over accentuated both of their characters like the fair enough thick and cool nature of the of poe dameron and then and then uh, general hux yeah um, we um, get a cool look at snoke though right there after that yeah. i mean we get to see how powerful he is which yeah i don't think it's it i mean i guess we have seen before. i mean yeah that's true we haven't seen like we haven't we don't know how powerful he is from before that but mm-hmm. i guess we have seen and you'll see this when you rewatch the older films we have seen a display of power from somebody who's not in the same room, like a force user. I think there's, there's a, there's a yeah, yeah. opening season, a, a opening of, of episode four, I want to say, where mm. Vader chokes out somebody from like a different ship, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that sounds correct. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, you, but this guy, like he threw him around the room up. and like just, yeah. just whooped him. That was crazy. Yeah. With the, and it's funny because it's like he's hologram there. So you have to like, in your mind, like he's also not physically there. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, an, he's on a different ship. Who, who knows how far away? Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, before we move on, just to give another side tangent to, I think, your your stuff with the comedy stuff. Uh, so I've heard this theory before. I don't know how much I agree with it, but the the idea of just Disney owning this property as well as Marvel and how, like, what that what effect that has had on, on both of those properties yeah. Basically, somebody basically made the argument that Disney found their formula with Pirates of the Caribbean, that first Pirates of the Caribbean like movie, and then the franchise where it's like action, like a lot of action, but like the little layers of comedy, like Johnny Depp brings us Jack Sparrow, like yeah. that style of just like, oh, it's cool, it's bombastic, there's adventure, but there's also little beats of comedy that have to be there. Yeah. And then you you watch like Marvel, like Iron Man. The first Iron Man is like a real movie like if you watch that it's like a Absolutely. war movie uh it's pretty dark and stuff when he's in the cave like it's a very like pretty real movie that deals with real things and he's funny because he's just robert downey jr being iron man but there's like a lot of pathos and a lot of like there's a real change in that movie the moment you see the next one which i forget which one it is next but like if you watch the avengers like with joss whedon's influence and stuff matching this formula of our heroes are there is pathos there is emotion and stuff but there's also a lot of quipping a lot of like little, little jokes and little stuff like that and i think that that's something that's also in like impacted the way they've approached star wars in terms of like i mean you could see you could you could give percentages to it but i mean choosing someone like jj abrams to helmet who he himself does these kind of comedic little bits and stuff but like that adding that into the Star Wars franchise, adding that to Star Wars in general, like might be that kind of influence too. That like they found this formula of here's how to appeal what to everybody. Works. Where maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe that's more of like a more of a commentary on you know how we are as a society that we can't watch we, serious things. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think there was a there's a I think a nerd writer video where he talks about the difference between something about moments, but it was like he was he was a uh, he juxtaposed a Spider Man two scene where Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man again, basically, uh-huh. where like hit like the, the Doc Ock, I think takes Mary Jane, uh, like through the diner or something. And then he like turn he, his glasses fall and they crack. And then he's like, deciding to be Spider-Man again. He sees again. Yeah. Um, he juxtaposed that with a Dr. Strange scene where in Dr. Strange, like he has also kind of a hero moment where he's kind of stepping in, becoming Dr. Strange. 
and then uh, his cape like hits him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like comes to his face, like, oh come on, man. And he's saying the difference between these two scenes is that the other one takes the drama seriously, but the undercutting of the well, undercutting of that moment with comedy is kind of what Marvel and a lot of the newer franchises do, where it's like we can't just have epic moments anymore. We have to undercut it with little jokes or little quips. Yeah, and that might just yeah. be like. I don't know. It's a chicken and egg thing too. Of just like, is that are they giving it that to us because we enjoy it, or do we enjoy it just because it's all we're getting now? Or is that all we get because that's what we deserve? <laughs> it's not a the, garbage society. It's not, it's not the style that we deserve, but it's one. I was, I was, <laughs> I was laughing when I was because I edited our our prep document that from the the Dark Knight one. I was just like the Dark Knight, and then like backspace backspace the Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> this is our movie series. Just yeah. adjective, adjective and cool title, cool names. That's it. That's all it is. Um, so do you want to, so I had another, the other question I had was like, what did you expect or look forward to after watching the force awakens before we get into the movie itself? Oh, good question. Um, I needed to know more about Snoke. I really, really needed to know more about Snoke cause they built this guy up too. He was just too, he's so you know, mysterious. He's so mysterious. You have no idea who he is because in the context of everything, you know, he seems like a huge character Yeah, like and then like massive rings, spoiler alert. Yeah. They kill him, right? Like, without even telling us anything. No yeah. <laughs> single thing. They tell us nothing. It's just, yeah, I take him at face value. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you have or to now. Because but I have a theory that he's not dead. Face value. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I don't think he's dead, man. Really? Like, I, my friend argues me really, really hard on this, but... You know, and it makes sense. His arguments make sense because he talks about him in half. (laughs) I know, but okay, look, look, here's, (laughs) here's the thing they made, they established the whole, um, a force user can project himself in in physical form, you know? So why couldn't, why can't, you know, um, Snoke Snoke have, have been doing that as well because he's younger looking, he's faster. Mm. He's, 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 you know, he's just different. Like he's, yeah, he's. He, he's super powerful. Like they, he, he was yeah. throwing Jedi's around the room like they were toys. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like he shot lightning on the floor for like a second, and it threw Kylo Ren across the room. Yeah, and he I was telling him that he could read every every single thought in his mind. Now, granted, I mean, he, he could just them, have been he arrogant. Them, he's the one. I think the understanding too is that he's the one that gave them that FaceTime Force. Yeah, the bridge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the FaceTime <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime Force, which was so cool. Just yeah, dude, just the just the filmic. Like that was dope. Yeah, that style was dope. of just this move, like because I, I love Brian Johnson, just the way he does things simply, classically, but for these like huge ideas. Um, I'm eating chili. Yeah, by I, could, the way. I could see that. Yeah, I can, yeah, eating a mic. It's our, It's part of the part right of the in the mic. Part of the. Uh, I, I try to. I try to back off every time I uh, take a bite. <laughs> nice. But yeah, but, so I mean, mm-hmm. you know. So what else? Before Snoke was one thing. Was- I wanted to see Luke be just awesome from the beginning and i feel like they made him like grumpy old man for way too long mm. the whole film basically the last five minutes is when he comes back to like okay let me yeah. help these guys out a little bit but i'm gonna do it from my house yeah okay for myself i think that after force i just didn't know what to expect i think i was just excited for what came next in terms of like and I, and I felt like, I don't know if it's just my generation speaking, but like I expected the arc that they showed in this movie of just like the, the first scene and then he throws the lightsaber to the side just because I don't know if it's just my filmmaking sense of just like, well, if you're expecting something awesome, obviously we have to go the other direction. Like, yeah, fair and enough. He's, and he ran away. And it's also like he ran away to get away from everybody in the universe. So it's not like he's waiting for someone to come and be like, here's a call to adventure and he's willing to take it again. Like he ran away and he's an old man now. Like, so in my mind, I would be like, why would they, he has to refuse this for a while first. Like, 
I feel like he would think. I mean, that's he, fair, I, and I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I just didn't like what his character had become because, see, the thing is, his character's got so much history. Mm-hmm. Like he was, a, he was a savior. He he took Vader down. He took the Emperor down. He yeah. he brought Vader back to the light. Like I mean, he did so many things. And then in 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 Legends, you know that he's supposed to be like this phenomenal, awesome. super powerful character. Yeah. And you you really wanted that to be the case, but they and that's fine that they showed him the way they did. And I don't I don't mind it that much to be honest, but I I, I really that, like I wish I wished for more for him. That's all because when it, when they said the last Jedi, I had a very strong feeling that they were going to be killing off uh, uh, Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker from the yeah. from the get go. Yeah, and um and I was very upset about that thought, mm-hmm. but when the film was happening, I was like, you know what kill him off I'm, I'm fine with it and it wasn't like a bitter thing it was initially but then it yeah. became sort of like a you know time to, time to go it's fine yeah like it, it, you're right it is time for him to go yeah i think that's the overall thing of the movie that a lot of people that's why it's so divisive apparently in reviews and stuff a lot of people are just like they don't like change i mean <laughs> brought back star yeah, wars and yeah the, for, the last one was so much of like you love star wars right like let's get back the feeling of star wars let's remake a new hope basically <laughs> like it's yeah. getting back into the feeling of Star Wars, but then this one's just like, all right, let's ready for a new series. Like, yeah, let's literally kill the past, let everything die. Like, and that's, that's that was a th- yeah. they even said that right? That's Didn't a, yeah, Finn or literal, somebody say that? Yeah, it's uh, that's um, Kylo Ren's whole arc. He's like, let the past die. Yeah, like like a lot of the Gil. I and think that's maybe, fine. Funnily enough, like I think because my only real recollection of Luke is from the first Star Wars. This was so in line with it because all I could think of when I think of Luke is like, oh, I wanted to go get some power converters at the plane. Like, <laughs> like he's a kid. He's like real annoying. But in episode <laughs> six, he's this, he's this sure he awesome, like, awesome, awesome yeah. Jedi. Yeah, he's like, badass. I know, his, like, I know his opening arc. So I'm just like, yeah, this looks like him. He's a little whiny little kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's fair. I guess that is fair. <laughs> like that is what he, like, what he started off as. But it's a thing where like, I think obviously like, and that's the cool thing about this movie too, is that like, Everybody has arcs. Everybody has an arc. Yeah, they, have to, yeah. they have to start from somewhere and then move to somewhere else. So it's like. Yeah. 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 No, that's um, cool. I like that. So so now spoilers, but more strongly spoilers, I guess. But we've been doing spoilers yeah. the whole time. Oh, uh, I just had like, what's your favorite parts of The Last Jedi? <laughs> Very, uh, um, or parts that you like? You start. Um, all of it. All of it, nice. I liked it. I'm okay. glad you're liking it. That's I'll give I'm, you that. Enjoy, this the uh, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, yeah, this it's joyful to to enjoy movies. <laughs> it's no, absolutely it's hard, it's hard to feel these days sometimes. But <laughs> sit down and just be like sit in the movie theater. Hey, we, like, go, oh, we wow. should we should we should talk, man. Me and you, are you okay, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's nice. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a few things I I should have written down more of my more of my bot points, but I think I'll go from kind of a theme thing of just like one. I love the filmmaking of the movie. Like I yeah. like Ryan Johnson a lot. He's done Looper. He's done he's so um, good. some of his earlier work is like Brick, which he filmed at like his high school. <laughs> it's really good. And uh, nice. the Brothers Bloom as well. But especially like Looper. Oh, that's him. I that's, didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's him as well. So this is his fourth like movie that. ever. <laughs> wow, so, you know, that's, that's a good, impressive good career arc. You know, four movies, fourth movie, Star Wars movie. <laughs> that's genius. It's crazy, but uh, but especially like like in Looper, the the thing that I really liked about Looper was just like. There's a lot of thematic stuff within it, but just when we live in a world where there exists like Star Wars and Star Trek and all these like CGI effects and stuff, like within Looper, the people appear by like, okay, stand there, Bruce Willis. All right, move away, Bruce Willis. All right, we're just going to cut and you're going to be, you're going to appear there. 
Like it's yeah. such a non-effect, and they have cool effects in that movie where like there's like some like a dude's like hand is being drawn into and stuff. They're like cool effects in the movie, but yeah. the main effect of just like time traveling, it's like okay, you're not there, now you're there, bam. And it's like we don't yeah. need to have like bombast or lasers or any of these things. And I feel like he had the same approach with so many of the things here in, in the Last Jedi. Like we mentioned the FaceTime thing between Ray and Kylo Ren, where it's just hey. Look at your screen. Like, uh, actually, we'll talk about this in the editing episode coming up next. Nice. Um, but it looks like Ray, you're gonna face screen left, <laughs> and Kylo Ren, you're gonna face screen right, and we're just gonna put you guys ne- like cut between you two, and it's going to feel like you guys are talking be- like f- between the Force from one part of the galaxy to the other. Like, and what you guys are saying and how you're acting—that's what we're gonna care-, care about and focus on. And just yeah. like so many of the things like, that, like I mentioned too, that there's so many close-ups in this movie, you get to let see the actors' emotions and see them like actually emote and, t- and kind of convey the story and stuff. It's not so much about, and somebody like put this to thing last time too, um, about The Force Awakens, somebody I, I heard mentioned on probably a podcast or something that J.J. Abrams is a very cool filmmaker in terms of just he yeah. gets the coolest angles. He's big with like he, the, the lens flares is what he was famous for beforehand in like Star Trek and stuff. Um, he's a very cool, like awesome filmmaker, but like Brian Johnson is very much like kind of a classic filmmaker and just like, like that opening scene that I've never seen a battle so clearly shot with the bombs dropping and all that stuff where like, yeah. I felt like I knew the geography of where everything was. I knew the stakes of just like how things are going to happen. Like just really solid, simple filmmaking to kind of convey and then letting the story just unfold and be told. And, and let it kind of stand by itself rather than using any like, like up your sleeve filmmakery coolness. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of one, one thing I really loved about it. Second thing I, th- I think is like, uh, and I want to mention things that are not necessarily obvious. Um, diversity was huge for me. The, just like, there's so many Asian characters. There's so many, uh, yeah. uh like, and I saw like, and we actually talk about this in editing, but one of the, my favorite cuts is, is they showed the girl from the beginning page who's in the bomber thing. Who ends up saving yeah. the day? They yeah, cut yeah, between yeah. her and then in the in Doma Gleason's um, General Hux's ship, they cut to another Asian guy who says some command like "Commander, they're here this way," and he has like, somewhat of a like a like East Asian accent and stuff. And I just love that notion and idea that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people, one from the good side, one from the bad side. That race is not a, like it seemed very deliberate while not p- pulling too much close attention to it. Like yeah, just this no, idea cool. of like, oh wow, people of different races can just exist in this world, both good and bad. Like there's complexity and we don't need to point out one or the other. Um and so I just love that the idea there's so many women, like Laura Dern shows up and just like just That was awesome. She was amazing. Yeah, and uh Carrie Fisher's amazing in this movie. Like she's phenomenal. She's amazing, rest in peace. But uh yeah, rest in peace. But yeah, it's it's like like just so many just cool people and like the fact that we're following for a while a black man and and, and, and yeah. like, like East Asian girl, it's crazy to me just like how how simple and how cool it is to, that they have this kind of diversity um with like women and, and, and people of different cultures and things. And it just makes me like like and I've read interviews and stuff with that actress. She's like, um, it's amazing just to see people of your race in movies and she was like so many like little girls have caught, like messaged her or sent her letters of just like it was great to see you like nice. there's action figures of you that look like me and i never <laughs> had that before. like it, awesome. it matters the fact that yeah that like your heroes sure. actually look like you you know for sure for so, sure uh, i'm gonna put it over to you to see what what other things you like because i'm gonna i don't know if i have other things but i want you to talk um I loved so for me I loved a few things um I loved a lot I loved a lot of things to be fair mm-hmm. yeah. uh but a few things that stand out for me were um 
the the stuff that's that was new but still kind of classic, like mm. the way Kylo Ren takes down Snoke. Mm. You know, that was genius. Like that that legitimately, my jaw was open for a good two three minutes. So well, it's a good scene. There's such yeah. good scenes in the movie. Yeah. Like the scene yeah. stands alone as such a dramatic. It's a great scene. Like, and then you finally, finally, and I don't know, this is probably something that you didn't really feel. I, I imagine you finally got to see um, Sentinel guards fight a Jedi. Finally. I've so been waiting. Th- those guards in the red. Oh, the, the guards. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we, we've been waiting yeah, for like eight awesome. films. Because <laughs> the they're always awesome. there. They're, they're always protecting. They're so cool, too. Their design yeah, is the red in this awesome. movie, the color. Oh man, they the were weapons so. Weapons cool. are really cool too. They're like using martial arts moves. I just think of the guy pulling in Ray with like the chain. The chain yeah, that was baller. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, they were they were awesome, man. Yeah, they really were. Um, so yeah, you have that. You have uh, what else was awesome? Um, the. What do you like about the island, the, or did you like anything from the island stuff? I know you, your character. Yeah, there was some, there was some, there was some decent scenes there. I liked. Uh, I was. I'm, I'm still kind of. Are you only processing? Saw one so was, yeah, yeah. I'm still processing. That's why I'm so much. What, fun. I've seen it twice. So. Yeah, I'm processing what what happened to Ray when she was in that little cave. I, I still don't really fully understand oh, the, what she saw. The little metaphorical like dark side cave thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't sure what what we that saw was supposed to. All of mirrors and inception. Hall yeah, of mirrors. <laughs> exactly. Like I didn't get, I didn't get that uh, fully yet. I still haven't. Maybe yeah. if I think about it some more, I can. Yeah, I take it very. Me- it. I take it very metaphorically, like just a almost a dream, kind of of just like like an istikhara dream of, yeah. like, of like what she wants to, what she most wants most is like I want to see my parents, like, and what is that thing? Oh, somebody was telling me about Harry Potter. I, I'm not a bigot into Harry Potter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's there's a lot of stuff. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What do you what do you want? Most? Yeah, yeah. There's like this this magical mirror that it, yeah. it lets you see what you want. To see the most, and he sees his parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like she's, um, so but then she didn't stuff. see, but then she didn't see anybody but herself. So it's like, yeah, stop looking there. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, I guess there was like a similar thing on Dagobah when Luke visits Yoda. He goes through a mm. similar experience. Okay, where he has to see, um, he has to see, uh, face his fears in this cave, and and then mm. the fear is. And it comes in the form of Darth Vader, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he ends up fighting him and he kills him. And it, and then in the mask is himself. So, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, sort yeah, of similar. Clear, like you're fighting yourself. Yeah. I've heard yeah. That somebody uh, make reference to that same scene, too. Yeah. So I yeah. guess, you know, I guess in a way, you know, there's certain things that are similar in that way and so on and so mm. forth. But, you know, that's fine. Um, I love how Laura Dern takes out Snoke's ship. That was oh my god, beyond epic. Through a ship, it's crazy. That was and so the cool. Silence to start, like oh, that's very JJ Abrams esque. Amazing, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was an awesome scene. And it's such a like, it's funny how in movie, like, if I were to just sit down and objectively think of all the things you could do with all this stuff, I'd be like, yeah, that seems like a very common thing that we could have done so far, but. Yeah, but like making it dramatic, making it hold weight, make like, like the so like the the up and down of this movie of just like the storytelling is amazing. Of just like 
Laura Dern's bats ish kind of from Poe Dameron. Yeah. Then she's not. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. And then she's a sacrifice. Like And then we like we love her more than we love anybody else. Yeah. Like <laughs> she ended up. Being and then amazing. she does the coolest thing ever to do, to to go out. That was man, that was It's something like man, else. like you love her now and then you're just like, Oh wait, she's she's planning to die and then you're like, Oh wait, she's planning to die even epically, like Yeah. No, that was yeah. so cool, man. That was amazing. And then the what do you think of the final planet? um crate yeah that was cool crate was cool uh i liked that whole sequence on crate a lot Mm. um you know that i felt like that was really well done overall uh kind of kind of had a, a, a i wonder if it's the same planet that these guys end up going to on from the movie rebels no one's really said that on the internet i think they would have been freaking out a little bit um from the from the TV show, I don't know if I said movie or TV show, but it's a TV show, Rebels, Rebel show, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was um, that was cool. Uh, crate was cool. We should have seen the twist coming when they certainly set it up with the whole mm. red, uh, the red, know, yeah, the red thing, and and then Luke That's, wasn't my thought. Well, I I noticed it right you, away. Did you, notice, did you notice that he wasn't moving the sand? Yeah, I noticed it right away. I yeah. thought maybe he's just like moving very lightly and in different. You yeah, know, he's focused they, in a they different do a lot way. To, they do a lot to throw you off. Too. Like you see his like fighter, his uh, his ship in the water. I think earlier on in the film too. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That sand yeah. thing, like that. That's the the red sand thing, just blows my mind though. That's like a film. That's one of the things that I'm just like, wow. Like I felt like a kid again seeing like. How really did they do that like what like nice. I, I can't imagine i guess as a filmmaker but i'm just like did they did they make a planet with salt and sand like red yeah. sand like one one yeah. that way and then i'm just like like okay we're gonna do red sand how thematic can we get <laughs> of just seeing yeah. red yeah. sand being crop dusted around and like he moves his leg and there's like bloody red sand under his foot like just how thematic and awesome cinematically can you make something <laughs> yeah no, that was dope. Like that was yeah. genuinely really. They did a they did a good job with so many things in that regard, man. Yeah, like um, it did. It did. I think like open up the world a lot in terms of just like things like that, where it's like oh, something we've never seen before, but no, not much attention given to it at all. It's just there because this is universe building. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, issues did you have, if, if any, with the movie? Um. So uh, some of the things I didn't like were the cheap, the cheap laughs. I, I not, you know, that's a, that's a mean way of saying it, but mm. you the know, cheap uh, the cheap laughs, the cheap laughs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah, just, I just didn't, I just didn't feel it. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't into it. Yeah. You know, it was whatever. Some it of them were like, bigger than others that I would, I would somewhat agree for some of them that like, especially that first, that first, like, can you hear me now? One was real. Yeah. Uh, they really real pushed jokey. that one too. <laughs> it was real jokey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't, I didn't like that little random thing that they did to, with Leia where she fly, where she gets blown out of the cockpit oh, and then she force, her forces herself skills. back in. Cause she's not for, yeah. I mean, she's definitely force sensitive, yeah. but she's not trained with the force. And I guess it's not like unheard of for her to like reach out and save her own life. Yeah. For what I'm saying like, that's never been like done before in that way. Yeah, and right. I mean it's fine. It's it's forgivable enough. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Um, I did not like. Uh, I didn't get where Finn and Ray were very clearly into each other, even in this film, because Ray says something to Chewbacca. She's like, "Tell Finn," and then he something he something. he yeah. does something, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, tell him that." Yeah. Um, 
and he, he's constantly Finn is constantly looking for for Ray. He's trying to protect her, but then he falls. Yeah. Then he gets in, engulfed in this Asian character, yeah. Um, which I have no problem with. It's just it just kind of threw off that storyline. And then Ray sees him at the end. He's taking care of her, and she kind of gives this like approval smile. Yeah, and, like, so <laughs> that whole stuff. I I took especially in Force Awakens that it was friendship between him and Ray. That it wasn't okay. necessarily like romantic in that way. They're just like very strong friends, just because of the nature, the nature of just how they came together. And I rewatched Force Awakens, I think, last week. Okay. Uh, so it was, uh, it was. I think I, I took it as that. But I also think that the the uh, we should stop being Asian character. Uh, Rose, I think it was. Yeah, Rose. Rose yeah. Um, even that storyline, like I feel like people would have taken it to be like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. But in my mind, like as I was watching the movie, I saw her falling in love with him, and he. Like even like the the kiss that they had and stuff, like it looked like she was kissing and he was like just processing. Like yeah. it didn't look like they was like, oh wow, we finally got these two together. Like no, new thing, girl yeah. expressing her love at first and then like him being like, oh well, okay, let me consider and think about this. Yeah, um, and just making sure that because she saved his life and stuff, so that's why I, that's why I took like the last scene of him just like taking care of her, just being like, okay, just make sure she's okay. But I don't know if like it seemed like a romance that's waiting to like then develop from now on. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just like something that we were waiting for the whole movie. Um, yeah, yeah. But just to mention that romance brings my favorite line in the movie and probably one of my favorite lines of like probably of the year, honestly. <laughs> uh, very thematic line when she saves his life. She was like, I saved you. And he, and he was like, that's how we win. Not by fighting what we hate. Yeah. Saving what we love. Saving what like, we love. Oh that my God. I was tears. I was tears at that line. <laughs> yeah. That was baller. That was, that, that was, was good. Just like, that was amazing. Cause it's just like, yeah. Cause it's, it's so true. It's like, it's the mat. Like I love theme in film. A lot of people don't like it, but I'm just like all about theme. <laughs> it's like those kinds of stuff coming out where it's like comes, comes to a head and it comes to fruition. And then you just say lines that like directly just kind of speak so universally to what we need right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, great. that was great. That was great. That was well done. Yeah. Um, um what else? Issues with the film from my end. Uh I don't know, I can't think of many. I I don't complain about movies that much, honestly, either. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> was what about what about this? What about um how are where are you at on um what do you expect going forward now? Oh man. It felt like the third movie, honestly. Like the ending of this was very contained in my mind of just like I don't know what's next, but this feels very satisfying at the end to me of just like Yeah. All right. But I I hope they one up it like to where it's it's like I feel like it's gonna be something where well now now that Kylo Ren is like pretty strongly not conflicted anymore, he seems to be the main evil guy. Um, he's the emperor. He's like the supreme leader now and stuff. Like, yeah, I think it's it. I'm afraid it's gonna. It might just be plotty in that way of just like, all right, time for the final battle and the final completion of Kylo Ren fighting Rey basically and their sides, um, without any like, because this one was very much about like the moral complexity of light and dark and where each of these main characters is gonna end up, whether on the light side or the dark side, whether the 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 Empire or the, the First Order is going to survive and whether the, the rebels are going to survive. Um, and now we're kind of at a place where we're like, okay, we're set up for the war. We're ready for the star war. Like <laughs> they're both kind of yeah. set and ready now where it's like, okay, the rebellion is going to be, or the, the resistance is now going to be rebuilt and it's going to come to its like a head. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know where they're going to go with it. Cause it felt very complete to me, like a one, two movie 
it felt like a, a trilogy in, in in those two movies, honestly. So uh, yeah. I have to think about it's, where it's interesting. It they, they've they've created this conflict for me now where I don't want Kylo Ren to fail. Like you know, mm. the Emperor, you wanted him to die. Snoke, you wanted him to die. I it's, don't want Kylo Ren to die. Yeah, because it's a weird thing where, the, and I love the more complexity too. Like they brought the the Benicio del Toro character. Yeah, um, his his whole thing. I mean, he was he was a little much for me. <laughs> Maybe that's one issue I had. Just because yeah. I don't know if I lo- I don't love his usual suspects like weird <laughs> like tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could do it. Like <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's real low in like thing, but um. His whole thing of just like this guy made money selling to the good guy, the bad guys, and to the good guys, and he's like, "Don't worry, we're gonna win." He's like, "Maybe, like, like, but bringing that complexity into it, they're just like, maybe there's not just light and dark. Maybe there's like some middle gray areas." There is this literally stuff. thing called gray Jedi's. Oh, for real? Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe a thing. they're gonna win because that's feel- where I thought Luke was gonna be going. By the way, I thought Luke yeah. was gonna be like, "Let's destroy the Jedi Order and let's keep it gray. and let's just have the gray." Keep it gray. Everything's gray. Keep it gray, man. Keep it gray. Great. Uh, Great. But I, 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 if they, if they continue with like the innovative approach that they've gone of just like doing new things, like I feel like the third one could be something where it's just like, like I thought it would have been interesting if he, cause, cause his proposition after he killed, um, after he killed Snoke was to Ray, just like we can rule together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said yeah. no, but in my mind I was like, wait, here out his offer. I don't know if he's going to be like, <laughs> like he's not just calling straight up to be like come shaitani like come do evil yeah, yeah, things yeah. he was just like no me and you let's let's do this together let's let's have a let's, let's bring the whole thing down maybe that's yeah. what they'll do at the end of maybe because it feels like it's not it's no longer uh even though it's star war so you need two sides to fight whatever but it's like there was such a simplicity to darth vader and the empire versus luke and the rebels like there's good and there's bad and there, there's a good there's a bad that's that's very powerful and big and then there's the little underdog good guys but now it's like oh maybe we could have like a democracy kind of or there's mixed like there's an understanding of balance that's really debated in this film too that just like yeah you each side keeps trying to make the world absolutely lighter absolutely dark like and the truth is it's never gonna the, the universe of the galaxy is never gonna have that it's always going to have the dark rising with the light. Like yeah. this battle is meant to go on forever. And so it's like, I wonder how they might like find a way to close. I mean, I forgot too. the Ryan Johnson has a whole another trilogy coming too, So they have to continue. That's gonna but hopefully that, I think that'll be different. This, I think they said this is going to be the end of the yeah, yeah, It's not going to follow this storyline at all. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe like, I, I feel like it would be amazing if they did something where it's just like, it's not, it's not just Kylo Ren gets defeated and, the rebels win. Yeah, because There's I mean some- that's yeah. he's he's become so likable in my opinion and so yeah. powerful. Yeah, like I like I like just him don't want to see him go down. Yeah, because he's also like he he like it's a thing where it's like oh yeah he's evil and stuff, but he didn't like like he didn't. Whenever you see somebody kill the leader or something, it's out of like greed to become the next leader like that. But yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he didn't care. He, he didn't care weird, about any of Yeah, that. he had such a weird arc of just like this man manipulated me and he's been, yeah. and I recognize that and now he's dead and now he's dead. And then I just and defended Ray it. and I believe in Ray, even though Ray is yeah. not part of the story or anything, but I, I, I'm, I'm doing away with like, that's why his whole thing is killed the past. He's like, I'm doing away with all yeah, the BS yeah, yeah. of let's move forward who, now. Yeah. Like Ray, you're not the daughter of whoever. So you're nobody. I don't care about any of those labels. Like I'm a millennial. I don't care if you had money. I don't care if you guys are, you know, growing up wherever, like we're, we're in like post Obama's America, girl. Let's like, let's, let's all be leaders. <laughs> like, 
Somebody mentioned there was an article about like about this this movie being the millennials, uh, basically the millennials inheriting the 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 sins of the like boomer generation. <laughs> nice, nice, about nice. How we're just kind of grappling with how they they made this 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 stuff that they left for us, and we're all like, no, we can be diverse, we can live together, and we can understand that we're just trying to you know get through the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Without all this yeah, like, so, fighting. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I, in the next one, I hope they. So I, this is where I, this is why I hope Snoke isn't dead. I hope he's not dead because I like the idea of the two of them coming together, taking to him down. To defeat Snoke, he would be a good. Yeah, that's true. He would be a good like big boss. He'd be a good like back. yeah final boss kind of guy. Exactly. What do you feel about Domal Gleason becoming like getting more powerful and being that kind of role? Oh man, I, they've made I, him so small, but I would be. I I want to see him do some work that way too. I feel no like man, I don't like his performance in this no, film. So he I overdoes want him to it. Die. He overdoes it a lot. <laughs> yeah, true. I just want him to die so badly. Like I thought Kylo Ren killed him in that scene where he's choking him. And I was oh. like, yes, finally, this guy's <laughs> done. But obviously, you know, he's not. I mean, you know, he's it's, he it's such fine. a caricature. It's just, yeah, exactly. That's and he, his like especially his, with Force Awakens. Force Awakens, he was straight up doing a Hitler speech. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. And his his whole little like his his angry face shaking thing. It's so yeah. bad. It's just so bad. It's, but funnily enough, I've heard like podcast stuff say like how relevant his character is though to today where we're living oh, in an America with some Nazis and like white yeah, guys who, who hate Maybe Ghostbusters being women and who hate everything about yeah. just, just, just we're supposed just, to hate no him. Reason, who knows? Yeah, for not like there's so much going on today of just people hating just to hate like just being trolls just to be trolls like yeah and it's like it's weird how like we're encountering people today that are that caricature of a of, of that much of a like white supremacists and like like very little complexity to them. They just hate. <laughs> it's like maybe it's yeah. maybe it's sadly relevant today. The way he's playing it too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll see. We, we shall see. I I think yeah. If he if he's still alive, that's cool. I think mm-hmm. because I think I'd like to see him come back, and then the yeah. two of them get together, fight him. Um, yeah. I want to see in because I want to know more about him. Like I just he's so curious to me. Yeah. I just want to know more about him and where he came yeah, from. Yeah, he's more of the he he, and th- I think that's why they killed him too. Is like he represents this idea of just like pure evil just came out of nowhere, and you don't need to know much else about him. Yeah, <laughs> he's just bad. I mean, I like like somewhat they give him somewhat of a like because I don't know if I think there was strategy, but he seemed to have a lot of strategy a little bit at least in terms of how he used the force to manipulate the pieces in front of him of Kylo Ren and Rey and all this stuff. So that gives me some interest in him further too rather than just being like i trained him and now he's gonna be bad but yeah like, i don't know but i could see i could i could see how the plausibility of it i don't know if it's gonna happen though bringing him back to life or showing that he's alive yeah we'll see or i um, mean if anything his you know what this this could be it where like the ghost of him is yeah, has a grapple on kylo ren and the yeah. ghost of luke which it basically died but i don't i mean he faded no he's a force ghost now for sure force ghost so him leading ray and skunk reading kylo ren even though both of them want to live in the middle somewhere but both of them being like no you need to destroy this yeah this other thing i love yoda showing up that was ball yoda yeah being being a little little yoda prank (laughs) yoda yeah he's like i i I had a feeling 
in my heart that he would be there. And, mm-hmm. you know, Ryan Johnson made he my dream up. came true, you know, he and I appreciate up. that a lot. He was like, failure is like, the greatest teacher failure is something somebody posted as a status. That was a good line. Yeah. yeah. A good line. It's great. The, and it's, oh, and it's true. Like, it? it's fu- like, it's funny how when you're in the movie, you understand everybody's, uh, like why Luke ended up there and what his, like his biggest guilt and all this stuff is. And then, but then you have like, people like Yoda come in and you, and you realize like, Oh, just take a step back. It's okay to fail. Yeah. Just, just, but then yeah. like clean up your mess after that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Exactly. Don't just run away to some temples and like think you're gonna, you're just gonna die. <laughs> yeah, exactly, die exactly. Because of your mistake. Like everybody makes mistakes, dude. Like <laughs> chill out. Yeah. Little baby. Little, little Luke Skywalker. <laughs> not do Somebody mentioned that too. That's like, it's Yoda seeing Luke say he's going to destroy the temple and then not doing something again. <laughs> so Yoda's <laughs> like, here, take some, take some Thor, take some thunder. We're going to destroy this temple together. <laughs> yeah, he just sort of did that with one little swipe of his hand, man. It's like torturing. But apparently the uh, somebody said that there's a shot at the end where like Ray took the books, though. The book, she like stored the books in the Millennium Falcon or something. I feel like I saw that. Yeah, I don't know. I heard about it. I, don't, I didn't see it when I, when I, heard, when I saw it after, but yeah. apparently she, she sold the books. Yeah, I feel like I saw Texas. that. This movie has a weird relationship to religion, too. I've, I've always wanted to discuss that. as well. well, my next question is, are the Jedi Muslims? <laughs> dude that's <laughs> like a big funny, thing for me it's just a funny oh, yeah. big thing but just like well because different well i think george lucas i don't know how, what his views in religion are in that in the originals at least in the fandom medicine stuff I, that i just recently saw that there's like questionable stuff but just like the way to depict religion in movies like this i feel like that's a relevant topic for muslim film club um and then are the jedi muslim just you know they wear thobes they got beards like yeah believe in this force that controls good and evil like that balances the universe like are the Jedi Muslim yeah. though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, for me, <laughs> there's a ton of parallels for me, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, we could get into this as like its own, this is its own show for it's sure. Show. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, you certainly do that when you watch film because I mean, these guys are writing this stuff. They're coming, their inspiration's coming from somewhere. So it is going to, and it's, I mean, there's a direct religion. Have you heard that story too about George Lucas, where lightsabers come from? No. So there's, I heard this in one of those, I think it was a Magrab Sira class that George Lucas was reading from Sira actually. And like, just to learn from different spiritual texts and stuff. And in the battle of Badr, the angels fought alongside the Muslims. And it was said that people would like, they look to the right and they see a guy and then they'd look again. And then the guy was dead, decapitated. And the guy was decapitated and there was a little burn mark on his, on like where he was decapitated from. And apparently George, and this is all, could be apocryphal, I don't know. Apparently, George Lucas got that idea and made lightsabers. The idea of a Crazy. laser sword that gives a clean cut. Wow. So, Islam? I don't know. Yeah, all about that. But see what you said, too. Even like I said, the diversity thing. I feel like that's the thing with us as Muslims as well. Like, oh, they're wearing, they have beards. Like, we got beards, too. Like, we try to find anything to identify. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's yeah. wearing like a thobe. Like, so that like. We need something. Give like us that something. Hot, like, like, so when I'm wearing my thobe out to like a, a Chipotle or Subway, it's just like, yeah, it's like the Jedi guy. Like, don't. <laughs> I think one time somebody, uh, somebody at, I think it was in Texas, um, was saying that like, I think it was at Bucky's actually. <laughs> We were on a road trip to Austin and I was wearing a thobe and the guy asked me if I was wearing a Snuggie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Snuggie. Oh, That's awesome. That's good stuff. But yeah, I think when we get to the Star Wars, uh, like a bigger Star Wars thing, when I think I've, I've watched more at least of the movies and we want to yeah. do like just an overall Star Wars podcast and we could get deeper into just the Muslim theories that people have said and what we think. 
Yeah, totally. Now we should definitely um, do that. So I think that we might be wrapping up. Any last thoughts on The Last Jedi before we go to our conclusion section? No, man. They did a good job. I'm overall pleased. Yeah, um, yeah I'm definitely looking forward to the next one. And I, I'm also looking for... I, I'm, I was a bit disappointed we didn't see a trailer for like a mid... A mid... Uh, like Star Wars saga uh, film. Yeah, know? I think Han Solo's next and because they've had such director trouble with that, they may not have it ready, maybe. maybe apparently yeah. I think Ron Howard like reshot a lot, like kind of redid the movie almost. So wow. I think we're waiting on that. That's a good we sign. We did I, I did get both Marvel trailers, so Black Panther and uh and uh did you? Wars for my second viewing, you know, it's like I I'm trying not to watch Black Panther, but it's just too awesome. <laughs> trying to not watch a trailer. That thing is gonna be insane, man. But then I gave in for Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars is just too awesome to watch too. Yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be really good. So too. That's like I'm February and May, those. I think, right? I think they're Yeah, it's gonna be soon. a good year for films again. Oh man. Gonna be great. Um <laughs> so to conclude as we usually try to do, uh anything you've been watching lately that uh, of note that you'd like to mention? Um what you've been watching lately as we record it. No, I don't have anything new. YouTube. I'm still stuck on YouTube. It's just been... On YouTube? Yeah, I just can't get enough of YouTube these days. <laughs> anything um, particular on YouTube or just like watching I'm just is? mostly... It's just become such, an, such a phenomenal resource. Right? Anytime I need to do mm-hmm. something, I just watch it on YouTube first, get the confidence, go do mm-hmm. it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much that's pretty much just been how it is for me. For, for I just get on there, and I've just been subscribing to all these different people and kind of checking mm. them out, like tech reviewers, cook, like people who cook. Mm. Um, Anybody particularly want to plug that you like? They've been liking lately. Binging with Babish, I think everybody should watch his show. He does. Um, with ba- I think. Have you told me about him before? It's possible. He's the guy that does takes film, like food from film and TV. Yeah, I th- and if you haven't, I've heard it. it though. I think you might have told me about it though. He, he's awesome, man. Like he, uh, he's a, a filmmaker. It's really cool. Yeah, it's such a well-made show. Yeah. Our, our mutual friend Obedla told me about it, and I've been oh, hooked okay. ever since. He might be the one that told me then too, actually. Like yeah, it's probably very true. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, for myself, one movie I want to plug that probably nobody knows about, but uh, the because my friend wanted to see this movie with me, I didn't have tickets on the the day of, like the last Thursday. Um, I still saw a movie, uh, whatever was showing in the theater, and there was one called The Light of the Moon. So okay. this is a like kind of an indie movie. It's the first feature of this woman, and it's basically about a woman who gets uh, sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. I walked in like five minutes in, so I don't know exactly what happened at the very beginning. Um, but she gets like sexually assaulted and then just kind of deals with it over the course of like a couple weeks. And it just shows like her and her boyfriend's relationship and how that's working in her dealing with the trauma. It's not like overly dramatic or anything like that. It's just showing a very honest account of just like her not wanting to tell her family that much about it. She just said, I got mugged or something, not wanting to bring attention to it, going to support mm. groups and like seeing the lawyer to do the police screening, just like how callous they are with it in terms of just like, oh, is this the guy? You know, this guy who, who raped you? Like it's, and, and the lawyer being wow. like, oh, you know, the DNA didn't come through. Sorry, you know, but we'll get the guy next time. We'll try. Like just being a part of the system. And it's like, nobody's doing anything absolutely wrong. They may be being callous or inappropriate with things, but it's just like, there's no right answer to dealing with this kind of trauma and, and thing um so it was cool it was like a first time filmmaker and I th- i'm pretty sure it was a director of the view so there was it was in from that i kind of i read beforehand that that 
that it was. So it has like, it's a kind of a basic film in terms of that, like not a film yeah. school film, but just like a first film. So because of that, I was expecting it, but just the acting and the, just the concept of it was very, it really gripped me and it really moved me just to kind of see how, how crazy it is of just like how to deal with this trauma and how much it like affects somebody. And it's a movie that I doubt many people are going to see. It's a very indie movie. I saw it at like a weird theater um, near my old school. Nice. Miami. Um, and I like doing that, like going to theaters and seeing like the one movie that nobody, that no other theater is really playing if I can. Um, yeah, those are always so, great. So that was one, one to plug that you might get on probably video on demand or something somewhere. Uh, if anybody's listening and wants to see it, the light of the moon. Nice. Um, funnily enough, funnily enough, <laughs> end of the year, maybe Oscar player after moonlight last year. <laughs> oh man. It's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, have you been making anything lately? Um, we finally wrapped our documentary today. Oh, you're I've been up? talking about it for a while. Yeah. Oh man. I'll I'm send excited. you a link actually. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, yeah? Let me know what you think. Yeah. Excited. Let me know. How long is it? Is it uh like uh, 36 minutes? 36. Oh, is it, does it yeah. qualify as feature? I think I it's think close enough. Yeah. I think, I think 40 yeah. is generally what I've heard. So 36 yeah. is probably close enough. Honestly. It's right in that mark. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. Tons of work. That's, that's, thing. Yeah. Just that's 36 of minutes of film is not a thing to do. Yes. Yeah, and, and again, the, like, you know, this is something to credit the editor mm. um, for really putting the vision together the mm. way, like the way it was envisioned from the beginning. Mm. It, it was it was not an easy feat. Um, mm. Hats off to him. When you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, everybody I've shown it to is has been like this, you know, enamored by it. Just the idea that it, it could. A film like that lasted 35 minutes and it didn't feel like it. And that's, that was like a, that's a big wow. deal. I think. That's, that's a great, that's a great compliment. Michelle. Yeah. 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 I'm excited, yeah, I'm excited man. I, gotta, I feel like it's a, maybe one, maybe like one of our how to watch movies ones. I feel like we could do a doc one. Like we wanted to do a doc one. We just watch documentaries, but yeah, maybe we yeah, could yeah. do a doc one just about like how to put together a doc. Cause like editing a doc is hard. Like, in terms of yeah. what vision you have from the start and then what footage you yeah. get and then all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, you maybe we, what you get. Maybe we bring on uh, our, the editor, our good friend, to, to come on and guest on that. Absolutely. Let us know That'd the process. Be great. Uh, That'd be so, great, yeah. cool. Um, oh, I feel the need to shout out the thing I told you. Shout out my friend Gretchen Schroeder, who was an assistant yes. editor on The Last Jedi. Uh, awesome. Congratulations. It was amazing. I was so happy good to see job. your name in the credits. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she was, uh, so I think I've mentioned before that in college I was on this sketch comedy show called Off the Wire. Uh, when I first entered, she was the executive producer for like a year. Um, so she okay. was like, she was my year of, of things. So I've worked closely with her. She was always like very dedicated and wanted to be an editor always. Um, and so in the last couple of years after she graduated, she moved to LA and got into, I think, AFI or one of these like, one of these um, nice. film institute internships that she did. And then got the opportunity to work on Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and that's amazing, awesome. And like, I just I was so happy for her. She posted pictures from the premiere that she got to go to the week before it came out, and it was really cool. So, just congratulations to Gretchen uh, on that. It was awesome. Awesome. Uh, and then, have I been making any? Well, did I do whatever? Oh, yeah, I did what I'm watching. Um, have I been making anything lately? Have I been making anything lately? today? You had a story for today. I, I did have a story from today, but I feel like I'll save it for the next episode. But basically, okay. I tried to ma- I tried to make something today before our podcast recording, and uh, it resulted in. Well, I'll save that. I'll save that for the next episode. But I was just trying to make something nice. like, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll mention this too. Like I've done this a few times where it's just like I'm feeling creatively down or something, and I'm just like, you know what? I have a phone, and we live in 2017. I want to make something just right now. Nice. Um, it's just my phone. Record something. Edit it on iMovie on my phone, or upload it and do something with it. Um, and it's something that I encourage a lot of people to do if ever you're feeling down creatively, just like literally a story takes like 
beginning, middle, and end. Like if it's three shots, if it's whatever, do just do it. And and then just yeah. the process of do it, no matter what the result is, no matter just the process of trying to make something like really, I th- it, it creatively gets you kind of back on track and in a better zone again of just like, oh, it gets you, gets you excited again, I think too. So something I encourage people to do. Nice. Um, other than that, oh, this past weekend too, I filmed this like, I have to edit it still, but this like cool video um, at that event, I was talking about the MSA tournament. Um, my friend uh, got me to basically emulate this kind of like small ad where it's like a dude uh, snap. It's like a really dramatic lighting and this dude snapping his fingers and changing his outfit. Um, basically trying to emulate that for this MSA games trailer, this like tournament thing where like different people from different schools have the same shirt, but a different color. And they're yeah. all from different schools and just kind of like, so I got to do that. I put like a green screen up in the masjid and have everybody come like different, like sisters and brothers and people all wearing the different uh, shirt with the same logo and just like stopping their fingers. And I'm going to edit it down to be something like a cool 30 second thing where it's just like showing the diversity basically of everybody who was able to come out to that event. Um, so that was fun. It was cool. I got to take out my tools, my like, I like, put a clamp light on, <laughs> on, like, nice. on, a, on a mustard divider and like put up a green screen in the mustard. Like it's always fun to bring filmmaking stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so that that's that's what I got for what you've been watching and how you've been making anything. Uh, any last words before we close out? I always forget if we have an outro. Oh, uh, well, I, I'll, I'll I'll use the line. That's all I got. Yeah. Oh, you do a, you do an outro. That's right. That's right. I do I do a line usually. I'm gonna choose the line from Last Jedi in honor of it because I just love nice. it so much. Of that's how we're gonna win, not fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. Bang. Such a good line. Assalamu alaikum. Peace upon you. Watch Star Wars. (laughs) Watch Star Wars.